Hey, Amber here, MLM strategist who's worked with thousands of network marketers and top incrementers in your industry to help brand them, systemize them, and grow their downline on a global level. Founder and CEO behind the Pink Bulb and Mo Excuses, and your host of Behind Her Boom podcast, providing you with proven, simple, and actionable steps to build your authority and your brand so you can stand out from those sideline sisters. Inspiring you to think big and grow to seven figures and beyond? Let's go. Hey everybody, it's your host Amber on Behind Her Boom Podcast coming to you today with an incredible, amazing, very special guest, Brianna Day. She's been on the stage of over 2,000 events, really showing moms and women how to hit seven figures in their business and in their life, which is super exciting. I have her on here, have the pleasure to speak with her and share some of her tips and strategies and all the goodies that she's sharing that's making her successful and helping impact so many women as she's she's been doing um, over the course of these few years. So Brianna, thank you so much for being on our show today. I'm so excited to hear your story. Thank you so much for having me, Amber. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. So tell me, Brianna, what kind of led you, what sort of, actually, what's the first step that's led you to actually being on the stage? I know a lot of people are like, that's somewhere where I want to go one of these days. And then usually like fear or self-doubt kind of creeps in. They just feel like they're not capable or they don't have enough to offer. At what point did you actually transition to say, this is where I want to be and, and, and this is how I want to show up? Man, I feel like I kind of cheated in that because my first dream in life was to be an actor. So when I was, you know, coming out of high school, I went into film school. I moved out to Los Angeles. And so I've kind of always been comfortable putting myself out there on that way um, and stages and theater growing up and all of that. So um, that was, I think, a more natural jump for me. Um, but I've always known, you know, my mom is a... Uh, an entrepreneur. In fact, E-Women Network was founded by her almost 24 years ago. And so I grew up watching her put her introverted self on stages, making herself uncomfortable all the time. And I also watched her grow her business that way. And so for me, I kind of always correlated getting your message out there with getting on stages. And so even when I started as an entrepreneur with my very first business, that was kind of my first marketing strategy was, okay, well, who's my audience? Let me get into the schools that are talking about that. Let me get as a guest speaker. And that was how I grew my first business was just purely hitting the road and taking over cities and going school by school and, and, and speaking in front of students. And so it's um, it's something I've kind of always done. And I think that it's, it is scary. It is uncomfortable, especially when you're launching a new thing, you don't have proof concept. And I think the lesson for me as an entrepreneur has always been, you just kind of have to get comfortable being uncomfortable because you're never going to be comfortable. That's you just right. get comfortable doing it anyway. <laughs> and just go, I always say, go out it as like a big hot mess and at least you're doing it. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so true. What would you say to somebody who's in like like a tiny town, you know, they're in this like small town. They're like, I don't have the opportunity to, to, you know, to get out there. And I think it even kind of relates to, if you look at like women in the network marketing space to put themselves out there, how is it any different than, you know, hosting their events, you know, they do a wine and wash or they do something and they got to, at some point stand in front of their people, even if it's a group of five, you know, or 10 of 10 women to really talk and share their story. What would you sort of give to somebody as a piece of advice to, you know, give them the encouragement to kind of get up in front of, even if it's a little audience. 
Oh my gosh. I feel like that's honestly a little audience truly is scarier than a big audience in my opinion, because it's, you know, it's such a more intimate setting and you can really, there's no way you can block it out. You know what I mean? If you're on a big stage in front of hundreds or thousands, it's like past the first row, you really don't see very many people. You know what I mean? So it's less intimidating for me. Um, And a group of five, you really are, I mean, it forces you to really connect um, so if that's something that you're naturally good at, I would just focus in on that and treat it less like a speech and more like you're just connecting and networking. Um, but I would say, you know, practice truly does make perfect. And one of the things that I think is a really untapped benefit that we have in terms of getting comfortable is the stage that's in our pocket. You know, we all have these smartphones. We all have the ability to go live on social media. And if you have a small audience, maybe no one will show up. Maybe one, two or three people will show up. And I kind of challenged myself recently to go live every morning while I was getting ready. And I did it for two months straight Monday through Friday every morning while I'm getting ready in the mirror, putting on my makeup, like super vulnerable and didn't always know what I was going to talk about, but I just knew I needed to force myself to develop this muscle. And I can tell you that the times that only one person or even nobody shows up is almost harder to keep going than when there's more people in there because you have that energy to feed off of. And so that's a really great tool for getting comfortable with your spiel, developing the muscle. It feels like, you know, you're talking to a person, but also you're not because you're talking through a screen. And so I feel like it's a really great way of getting comfortable with your message, nailing your message, getting comfortable with the repetition of it, because confidence is just a consequence of first having the courage. And so if you can get that repetition, have the courage, at least to do it with your smartphone, then you'll develop the confidence and it becomes like a no brainer when you're doing it with real people. I love how you said that. And I love what you said about repetition, because I think a lot of people get really overwhelmed with like, what the heck am I going to say? What am I going to talk about? Do I know my products that well? Do I know the business that well to talk about? But I always encourage people to just continue to share your story. And that's one way of getting out there. And it does become repetitive, you know, because every time that you're sharing your story, you're getting a different audience and just you're inspiring more and more. If you have something to share, we call it your why, you know, what's your your why for going to, you know, in that direction, in that path. And I think that if you are, you know, repeatedly sharing that story, it just it becomes more, like you said, more vulnerable, but you become more confident. Um, you know, you start to the words start to come out naturally and you're not overthinking of, you know, what that conversation is going to be. Um, yeah. And I think that's a great place to start. But yeah, I mean, just turn your camera on and go live. I'm like the last person to say that because I'm usually like, is it edited? Can we put the kids on there? Oh, they're, they're, the bun's too messy. Their clothes are dirty. No, they're not on social media today. And I am guilty of that, of not posting anything that's not like over edited or overly done, trying to just sort of keep that persona versus just being real and wrong, getting out there. Oh my gosh. Authenticity is going to get you so much farther. I really do believe that. I feel like the second I stopped trying to put on a facade is when things started to really transform. Um, so I, I do think that there's power in showing up imperfectly because it's more relatable and people connect more to it when it's like that versus when it's totally perfectly curated because just people can't relate to it. Um, people want to see themselves, but truly the, the, the repetition piece is, is so key. And that's why I think that even having those hot mess mom bun moments are so important because if you're waiting to have it all together and have everything perfect, then you're going to get way less reps in. You know what I mean? Because if you are a mom, if you're running a business, the more hats you wear, you, you, you know, that <laughs> 
the fewer we have it all together, truly, the fewer we look camera ready, the fewer times our house is in perfect condition. Like you're, it's a, it's a, it's a mess. And so if that's what you're waiting on, you're never going to master that skill. What's that quote about, you know, it's like 10,000 hours to master a skill. And so being willing to show up and it be like messy and your house be messy and you be messy and you stumble your words or you don't get it right. The sooner you can truly master it, you know, and you're going to get tired of your story way faster than someone else's, you know, but when we think about the top record artists in the world, like what is it? It's the repetition of them singing the song over and over until it was ready to record and mastering the song and then singing it over and over and then playing it over and over on the radio. And people still go buy the ticket to see it in concert. You know what I mean? It's like, we like what a good way of, of relating it, you know, to just a song. Yeah. Yeah. You get tired of your story so much faster than other people do. You, you have to get comfortable saying it over and over and over and owning your story. You know, it takes, I think in marketing 20 times for someone to really get a message to stick, you know, 20 times of hearing it before it truly, truly sticks. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And and I think a lot of people too, they think like, you know, I'm not impactful enough. I don't have like this big following who's going to really care about what I have to say, or, you know, my story is not that interesting. I remember talking to some women, you know, they come through and they get a system with us and they're like, well, I have this like, you know, 300 followers and I'm retired. I don't have a dog. I don't have kids. I don't have, you know, I just have like a retired husband that's home in my face all day. I'm like, that's, that's a problem right there. I'm like, that's what a lot of retired women have. So, you know, you can, there's always somebody that can relate to somebody and it's just about, you know, being vulnerable and just sharing that and not worrying about what others are going to think, what others are going to judge. Um, I think that allows you to just personally grow yourself as well. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I uh, agree. What is, so what is it that you, because I was reading in your bio of helping women get to that seven figure mark, you know, what, what is it that you focus on Brianna that can help women get to that level? So I'm the creative director of eWomen Network. eWomen Network, I think I mentioned earlier, is getting ready to celebrate its 24th anniversary. So um, it was founded by my mom and my dad together in the childhood home I grew up in. They grew it from nothing, this little seed of an idea, to now what is the largest women's networking organization in the world. We've got 118 chapters spread across the US, Canada, the UK, and Australia. I still can't believe it. You know, we do 2,000 events a year um, throughout those chapters and uh, three huge ones a year that I get to be a part of and oftentimes go and speak into our chapters as well. And so we have a very specific framework that is really what we believe is like the secret code, the ascension model to really helping women go from expert, which is why we typically start a business because we're good at something thing to really becoming the top brand in their category, what we call that celebrity status level, which is where you're making a million dollars in annual revenue. And so through our events, through our framework, through our trainings, our programs, and just the system that we preach within our community that we live by, we know that we can take a million women each to achieving over a million dollars in annual revenue. And that's the goal. And that's the mission. So through the membership, through the events, through our trainings and offerings, all of the ways we've really tried to create over the past 24 years years, a totally comprehensive success system, depending on where you're at in your business and how you best learn. So if that's online, if that's in person at events, if that's through memberships, if that's through networking and connections, um, we pretty much have you covered. Wow. So it doesn't matter what business that you're in for you guys to be able to support and for them to, to, to join and become a member, whether they're in network marketing, coach, entrepreneur, 
It's absolutely. Absolutely. So you have a network, we have four levels of membership. Um, the heart and soul that everybody kind of knows is what we call our essential membership. It's the essential. And that's where we have managing directors that each run these individual chapters that are putting on these events all over the world every single month, like literally two to three events a month in every city that we have an active chapter. And that managing director is really the champion to make sure that you have a well-rounded chapter. It's like, okay, do we have a chapter lawyer? Do we have a chapter CPA? Do we have a chapter accountant? Do we have a chapter skincare expert, makeup artist, skin, like whatever it is, like what are all of the things that we as women entrepreneurs need both in business and in life? And how fast can we build out this rock star? What we call a five-star chapter is a chapter that's really kind of encompassing all of those things. And, you know, we also believe that there's enough for everyone and not one person is necessarily going to connect or resonate with every single person. So some of our rockstar kind of flagship chapters have multiples of these things in a chapter, which is great. And that's the goal, right? Is that we make sure that we become a resource for everyone. And so we do that at the local level, but we also do that at the international level where you can connect online with people all over if your business isn't necessarily like limited to local business. And I know a lot of multi-level marketers, like you're not limited to local business. You could be doing business with anyone anywhere, right? But how do you reach them. And so our goal is to really create that environment for you. That's incredible, Brianna, because I also feel like a lot of network marketers or even just new entrepreneurs in general, if they get in, they usually they limit themselves to their kind of like tiny bubble of community that they have. And that's why a lot of network marketers kind of fail after the first few months. They've just exhausted their market of friends and family. Where do I go next? Yeah, I think it's so important to have a community in place and not just rely on your upline or your sideline in you know in that specific organization, but having something like this, like a community that has, like you said, I mean, women that's going to give you access to all the different levels of and areas of expertise. There's a lot of network marketers that I work with that have reached that tippy top of their comp plan that are making you know six and seven figures, but that's no longer a side hustle. So, like what you're mentioning about having access to a lawyer, an accountant, all those people. I think it's so important at these different levels to make sure that you do have access to the right resources so that you can, you know, maximize the, the compensation that's coming in, maximize your business. Do you need to restructure it? Some people think it's my side hustle. I don't need an assistant. But if you're getting to that level, you're now running a business and a team where you can have an assistant, you can have, you know, people working underneath you and to really you know, be able to expand even further. Um, What we focus on actually at AP Social House is creating systems for network marketers. So when you're talking about tapping into these different countries and internationally, we create websites with email marketing and follow-up systems. So if they run an ad, it's to drive traffic back to their system, we call it a hybrid system versus Mm -hmm. traffic to their network marketing site so that they can actually be tracked, be followed up with and know if they're interested in the product or service versus Mm -hmm. they just getting lost, you know, in their network marketing website and not knowing if they've, you know, looked at anything unless they've actually filled out something in a card. So. Oh, juicy. That's so needed. I love that. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I think, you know, this is actually a quote of my mom. So I'm going to steal it right now. Um, But she says, you can have a multi-million dollar local business for sure, but you cannot have a multi-million dollar local business by thinking locally. You know, yeah. so if you're trying to make that like corporate million dollar kind of revenue, then you need to have that corporate million dollar mindset. And they're not doing it as a solopreneur. You know, I mean, your goal as like the CEO of your business is to get to a place where you're doing only the things that only you can do. 
So, I mean, if you're like a product-based business, like you are not the only, you should not be sending out product, you know, if only is responding to email, you know, the simple emails, inquiries, needs, like you should be constantly out there talking about your product, creating content about your product, networking, connecting, even I still get out there and network and connect outside of even network. Cause I want to keep on growing our community, you know? So you have to constantly show up. And I think that if you are bogged down with all the admin of your business, you're never going to get to that place where you're making that like multi-million dollar business as a local business. Yeah, I agree to that. And and I think a lot of people, they don't think that's an option or they don't even think to look at that next level. But I think that's where you make that shift of, are you, is it a side hustle or are you an entrepreneur? And an entrepreneur is like a whole different ball game of now you can kind of look as like a, almost like a little pyramid, you know, and be at this triangle and what can you do to trickle down um, and, and pour into people and have a team that you can create that can actually start fulfilling these needs. Um, I have a, a mentor that we listen to each week and he says, um, Dan Martell, he's like fantastic. And um, and he he shows you how to get back, buy back your time as an entrepreneur. And uh, one of the big things that I always take away from him is to create this list. You call it your busy list. And he is, and I'm like, I have a, a busy list every day of like a million different tasks to do, but there are all these tiny little things that's like taking upon my day that's not allowing me to hop on a podcast or hop on a, an educational call or, you know, or create more content and things like that. And he says, take your busy list and start chipping away at them to pass them on to your admin. So I now have two full-time assistants and who can I pass these busy tasks on to train them, have them perfect them, you know, and now your busy, busy list is only the list, like you said, only the things that you personally can do. Obviously nobody else is going to show up for you and, you know, create product testimonials and things like that, because it's your face behind, behind the product or behind the service. But I think that's really important. It's finding that balance. And then you, you know, then you have balance for everything else in your life too. And your business isn't owning you. Totally. And it might even be something as simple at the beginning of like a home manager, you know, who's doing your laundry. Are you spending hours doing your laundry? Maybe you're not the only person that can do that, sis, you know, <laughs> like yeah. maybe that it's- the first step of like having somebody to come in and help with the kids and help with the house. That was a big step for me too, of like, just even cooking. Like I'm not, I just like, I don't have time. So I'm like eating cereal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I live on cereal and mac and cheese. So bringing somebody in to meal prep, have those have those meals ready even at trainer I'm like I can go to the gym and I'm thinking to myself I don't physically have enough time in my time block day to leave and go to the gym and come back in yeah. between anything else so I have a trainer comes at 5 a.m but now I'm like oh shit I gotta get up at 4 45 for this trainer can I like go back and take a nap at six but I can't so now my day's starting at five but again it's a whole mindset shift of if my day's starting at five I go to bed at 10 and not 11 or 11 30 the morning's more important I feel than than having those extra that extra hour when the kids go to bed yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. No, it's so it, it's all about looking at where you're at and what is the one thing on my list of things that I like take up my time. I did this exercise with the coach where you almost look at your day as like a pie and you divide your day up into like pie pieces, you know, and you ask yourself, okay, so I'm taking like this chunk of time doing, you know, X, Y, and Z, this chunk of time I'm creating content on social media, this chunk of time I'm, you know, driving or doing family things. I'm cooking, I'm cleaning. I'm what are you, what are all the things that are taking up your time and look at those things and ask yourself, what if all of these things are sucking up a sizable piece of pie that like you don't have to be doing that you could be doing something productive, revenue generating, finding new customers, you know, I mean, if you redirected that time, what's the opportunity cost of that time? Yeah. And I think that's where the value really is 
a game changer that really helps women get to that seven figure mark. This is, this is that big, you know, CEO level thinking versus the side hustle thinking is how do I do all of the things? It's like, no, how do I do fewer things that make a bigger impact? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. I, I feel like visually I want to like rate out the pie and then just share it with everybody. Cause I, I think that is huge. So funny how you can just literally watch something or listen to somebody and you pick up one little thing and it can just be like life altering for your business. If you implement it, ladies, that's yes. what if you implement it, it's great to like hear about the pie, but if you are not like rating it down as you're listening to this podcast and starting to create your own pie pieces and asking yourself how, and if you're not generating six and seven figures and you're thinking, well, that's great guys, but I don't have the money to allocate all these little things to, you know, to a nanny or to a housekeeper or to a cook, to a cleaner, then look at all those simple little things and think, what can I do? Because the admin, you don't need somebody necessarily in-house, you know, you can hire somebody that's virtual and a virtual admin is, you know, a fraction of the cost. You can start with little bite-sized pieces of implementing something into your life to create that change. And that little piece that it might cost you maybe $500 a month, you could say, well, I just, you know, did that. It's costing me $500 a month, but it allowed me to open up this little piece of pie that's actually made me you know an extra $1,500 for the month. So, you know, I always say, even if you break even anything above, it's just, you know, money in the bank. So if you can do little pieces of things, it's not going to allow you to go into a negative, but you can at least stay at where you are and then work your way up. You're just, you're buying back your time. You're buying back your time, which to me is everything. Amen, sister. Could not agree more. Fantastic, Brianna. Where can people find you? This is are you taking over your mom's network? Is she what is this is incredible? Thank you. <laughs> That's the plan. You know, I joined the company full time five years ago. I started as the digital marketing manager. I've grown the whole digital marketing leg and now I'm creative director with a whole digital team that supports me here. So uh, we're about halfway through our 10-year succession plan now. And that idea is that she'll be able to really just focus on the trainings and angel investing and you know connecting and out of the day-to-day so that I can run the business and carry this family legacy on. So I would love anybody that's like picking up the vibes and wants to be a part of it to come hang out. I mean, uh, probably the best way to connect with me is online on Instagram. That's my favorite place to play at I am Brianna Day. Um, but I would love to gift your audience. If anybody is like, well, this Elam Network thing sounds amazing. How do I do this? I could give you guys all that are interested a free trial for two weeks to become a member of our plus membership, which is where we connect online, where you have access to me and my mom every single week of every single month. We show up weekly four times a month. Um to, to be able to, to train, to get your momentum, to help facilitate accelerated networking with other members internationally. And you can access that by going to EWN for eWomen Network, ewn.news forward slash plus trial, ewn.news forward slash plus trial and tap into a free two week membership to see if this is a, the kind of community for you. Maybe it's just the thing you need for the accountability, the excitement, the connections, the networking outside of your own local community. Um, plus I get to be friends with you and that's pretty cool too. So this is fantastic guys. I'm going to make sure to add this in here, um, in the comment section when we post up the podcast so that you guys can have access at ewn.new slash forward trial news mm-hmm. ew1.news forward okay. slash plus trial i'll make sure to have it in there also um her instagram so that you guys can reach out and connect with her 
Brianna, this was fantastic. You were dropping so many goodies. If you guys are not already implementing your pie, that would be <laughs> a piece of homework from today's podcast is create your own pie. I mean, your pie picks. <laughs> yeah, post the pie picks and see what we can do to start getting back some of your time so that you can be more productive um, in your, you know, in your business, but also give more back time to your family as well. So Thank you so much, Brianna. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This is your host, Amber, on Behind Her Boom Podcast. Until next time with another fantastic guest. Bye.